Hello and welcome to the 107th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. I don't know, is it just me or are we starting over? Remember the verb to start over. To start something over means to begin again. To begin something again or even to begin something in a different way. And I say that because many of us are getting vaccinated. Remember the verb vaccinate. How do you spell vaccinate? V-A-C-C-I-N-A-T-E. So to get vaccinated means to receive a vaccine. And in this case, it's the substance that contains the virus that prevents us from getting the disease that the virus could cause. I'm referring to COVID-19. And so because of the fact that people are getting vaccinated, there's this feeling, don't you think? There's this feeling that we are starting over. We are starting from zero. We are starting from scratch. We are starting from the beginning a little bit. We are going to go out into society again. Things are opening up. And so there's this concept here of starting over, which refers to beginning something again. In a different way, it's this chance to do something from the beginning. Not necessarily to do something over. Are you familiar with the verb to do over? Ah, do it over, do it over, do it again, do it over. No do-overs. We used to say this as kids. There are no do-overs. Okay, well, if the verb to do over means to do something again because you didn't do it well the first time, we have this expression, which is a do-over, D-O hyphen O-V-E-R. And when you're playing games as kids, you usually don't want the other child to have the opportunity to do something again. So we would make this rule and we would say, no do-overs. Okay. So just so you know, to do over or to do something over means to do something again because you didn't do it well the first time. Now, if you have a shot to do something over, that means you have an opportunity to do something over. A shot. So you have a shot, you have an opportunity. Remember, a shot is also a vaccination. Yeah, I have to get a shot or I have to get a vaccination. Okay, but in this case, we're talking about the chance or the opportunity to start over. It's an opportunity. Are you familiar with the expression opportunity knocks? If you have a situation or a chance to do something you really, really want, you can use this expression. Hey, opportunity knocks. Maybe a company contacts you, a company that you really want to work for, and you have this chance to do something you really want to do. You would say, hey, opportunity knocks. It comes from the expression, opportunity never knocks twice at your door. I like this because that's true, don't you think? When you have the chance to do something, take it. Take advantage of the opportunity. So we say opportunity knocks. How do you spell knock? K-N-O-C-K. Repeat, K-N-O-C-K. I am knocking at the door, right? To knock means to repeatedly hit something and make a noise. Hello, is anybody home? I am knocking at the door. It reminds me of those jokes we have in American English. Knock, knock. Who's there? Arthur. Arthur who? Our thermometer. <clears throat> That's a bad joke. They're all bad jokes. These are all terrible jokes. The reason why knock-knock jokes are so bad is because they end in a pun. Please repeat. Knock-knock jokes end in a pun. 
What's a pun? A pun is a play on words, and it's spelled P-U-N. P-U-N. Okay, so we've looked at this word shot. Remember the verb shoot? It's an irregular verb, shoot, shot, shot. A shot is an opportunity. A shot is a vaccination. And sometimes I say shoot, shoot. Why would I say shoot? This is an American expression. Shoot. This is an expression we use when we want to demonstrate anger or disappointment. Shoot, I forgot to call my mother. Shoot. It's like saying, darn it. Shoot. Or, for example, I love this word, by the way, shoot. It has so many meanings. Let's say somebody wants to talk to you. Hey, can I ask you a question? And I would say, shoot, meaning, of course, ask me. Excuse me, uh, can I ask you a question, please? Yeah, shoot. Or it's also the part of a plant that appears above the ground when it's growing. Imagine a little plant that begins to grow from the ground. That first part that you see is called a shoot. And again, it's spelled the same way. S-H-O-O-T. Shoot. It reminds me of one of my favorite albums of all time from my all-time favorite year. You might have seen my podcast, which is about 1973. Yeah, 1973 was such a great year for music. And Elton John released his sixth LP called Don't Shoot Me, I'm Only the Piano Player. Shoot, shoot, shoot. By the way, going back to the word knock, if I say, yeah, knock on wood, knock on wood, what does that mean? Knock on wood. Yeah, I think they're going to offer me the job. (laughs) Knock on wood. If you knock on wood, you are avoiding bad luck. Those of you who are superstitious know this. And some people say touch wood. Now, in American English, we usually say knock on wood. But some people also use the expression touch wood. And remember, wood, which is spelled W-O-O-D, sounds just like W-O-U-L-D. Wood. Sometimes people have difficulties pronouncing would like the word we use for the conditional. I would go. But remember, it sounds exactly the same as the material wood, which is spelled W-O-O-D. Now, something that is made out of wood is wooden. Wooden. W-O-O-D-E-N. For example, a park bench. I was thinking about the old school park benches. A nice wooden park bench or a picnic table. A picnic table that is made of wood or made out of wood. You can say both, by the way. You can say something is made of wood or made out of wood. Yeah, remember those old picnic tables or those old wooden park benches? What's the problem that you can have if you sit on a wooden park bench or a wooden picnic table? What can you get? A splinter. A splinter. How do you spell splinter? S-P-L-I-N-T-E-R. Splinter. What's a splinter? A splinter is that small, sharp, broken piece of wood in this case, or it could be made of glass, or it could be made of or made out of metal. It's this small, sharp, broken piece of wood in this case. And when you sit down on this wooden park bench, it it goes into your behind. Ow! I have a splinter. Ouch, that hurts. What do you need to remove a splinter? You know those two little strips of metal that you pinch together to remove a splinter? What are those called? And I say those because it's plural. 
What are those called in English? Tweezers. Tweezer. How do you spell tweezer? T-W-E-E-Z-E-R. Tweezer. Boom. You take the tweezers. By the way, it's plural. It's just like scissors. It's a plural concept. The item is singular. Of course, it's one item, but we use it in the plural. So you take the tweezers and you remove the splinter. It reminds me of the rock group from Los Angeles, Weezer. We have seen quite a bit here in this podcast. I'm not going to go any further right now because I want you to digest what we have just talked about, what you have just listened to. And as usual, I want you to go back and listen to this podcast two or three times and really digest it, listen to it, imitate me, Take a few notes, write down what you have learned, and go out into the world and use it with your friends, use it with your business colleagues. It doesn't matter. You just need to use it so you don't lose it. Thanks again for tuning in to the 107th episode of Crosby's Nine. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.